We could probably make something work. Regardless. Should be fine. Don't you mean irregardless? I don't know. Welcome to Our Film Fathers Podcast, the definitive podcast about fatherhood, film, and fatherhood and film. This is Jelani, and with me as always are Jerry Langford and Murray Franklin, a.k.a. Martin and Brady. Better to be king for a night than schmuck for a lifetime. You know what's funny? You know what really makes me laugh? I used to think that my life was a tragedy, but now I realize it's a fucking comedy. This week, we couldn't help ourselves and continued down a dark path. This time going old with the King of Comedy from 1982 and new with Joker from 2019. Are these the same movie? Is one just inspired by the other? Are you answering your own question? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I typed it. Um, <laughs> uh, as a f- I saw both of these for the first time. Am I, I probably was the only you, one that you hadn't too, right? seen Joker. Or yeah. you seen Joker? No, I no. had not seen oh, either okay. of these. I felt like I was the only one like alive who hadn't seen Joker. Yeah, these were, <laughs> these were both the rewatch for me, but I watched King of Comedy after I watched Joker for the first time because I had heard that it was yeah heavily influenced. And I had heard that without ever knowing what that was or meant or anything. And I went sequential, like I think we will yeah. tonight, um, and went King of Comedy first, especially... I actually wanted to do that, especially one I like going old and new, mm-hmm. um, if for nothing else to get rid of the old movie as fast as possible. But <laughs> um, but also to if it, if there is an inspiration, I I, I feel like I, I liked that con- yeah. that idea to go see how it came about, so to speak. So before you continue, I'm just going to say I went the other way. Yeah, I, I went new to old. Time. Okay, was and it intentional? Partially because I know that Jen didn't really want to. She's on your train, no old movies. So she was like, I'll watch Jen and Joker. I spirits. <laughs> but uh, King of Comedy, I kind of, we got around to it. She was like, fine, I'll watch it. And I think it's a valid way to do it too, because then you could, it, it makes, I think it makes the older movie a little bit more palatable or enjoyable or worth the watch if you, if you kind of are, are looking for things that, that maybe inspired a joke, inspired the movie that you just watched that you already know. And so I hadn't really, Honestly, I don't think I'd really heard of The King of Comedy before Joker came out a couple of years ago. And then that conversation started becoming in my orbit that yeah. like, oh, this is like this movie that Scorsese and De Niro did. I'm like, oh, never, never yeah, heard I mean, of it's, that movie. It's been on my list forever, right? Because it's De Niro, Scorsese. But it but just... It, did it, was it never that popular, I yeah, guess? Yeah, it was. I think it was a pretty big flop or and jerry lewis whatever I mean, yeah it, it's definitely and it's only p it. it's rated pg i just realized that like it's not there's really nothing that like they don't like swear there's nothing that bad in it and it's kind of it's kind of more like a satirical comedy you know which sandra is rare bernard for, in lingerie should probably move it up to 13 it, it, maybe but, well yeah. 13 didn't exist back then ah yeah. uh, that's probably what um it. but it was <laughs> yes. it <ain't> R. <laughs> <laughs> nowhere yeah nowhere near r so so yeah i think it's just I, I think at the time it was maybe kind of a flop and maybe just like a more experimental to do Scorsese to do some type of satirical comedy. Um, but I think it's kind of found its audience and clearly Todd Phillips, who made Joker, um, also who directed Old School. Yeah, and The Hangover. <laughs> and The Hangover, here yeah. for The Gangbang. <laughs> exactly, I did a cameo <laughs> in it. Um, so uh, if you know, clearly, you know. Yeah, he clearly was uh, was was influenced by, it. and I think it's one of those. You know, it, the the joke continues, but it's kind of a cult movie. I think people love it, and maybe maybe watched it more growing up than yeah, definitely definitely than we did. So i I think I liked King of Comedy 
The King of Comedy. I feel actually I, I did. I I liked The King of Comedy more than I liked Taxi Driver, which we talked about last week. Which we yeah. talked about last week. But I'll tell you this: I think Joker pulls as much, if not more, from Taxi Driver yep. than it does The King of Comedy. And I don't. I definitely wouldn't have known that had we not just coincidentally done that last week. And I kept seeing it, and I was like, "I am I crazy?" Like, I, no, not at all. It's both for sure. Okay, yeah. yeah. That to me was all. I, what I had heard was that it was the king of this king of comedy movie was very, and I totally. I mean, it's, you can't ignore the parallels to some of the uh, the content, like a lot of it. There's a lot there. Yeah, but I felt like Taxi Driver was right there too. Mm-hmm. Um, it almost felt like a combo those two i want these two scorsese movies and this is and here we are yeah. um i, I just think i think to, yeah and i agree so i think it's just to to your point ta- like most people have seen taxi driver or, or it's a more the more famous movie so i think when people when they were making comparisons to king of comedy yeah i was kind of the first time i watched it i was kind of blown away at how at the jerry langford show and how much it really was you know him trying to get on a comedy show and like imagining himself there like all those things all those elements right. that were that were in joker i'm like yeah well that's i mean there's no there's no escaping that that influence <laughs> influence there but but yeah so you said you liked it i didn't like i think it is supposed to be like more funny more comedy than anything else i don't know that i laughed at all though did you guys laugh here's the out thing loud? i don't think i liked it as a comedy <laughs> i i thought the movie was I'll, 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 honestly i think it's better than taxi driver okay. i did not yeah. think taxi driver that's, was good that, that's fair and but i did to your point no there yeah. wasn't a lot of where i thought it was a comedy and just because it's called the King of Comedy, I didn't necessarily think of it that way, and yeah. maybe that's the Scorsese line where I presume more on the drama yeah. side. But I no, I just thought, I just mean the set, like more the satire of like co- again commentary on the the whole fake it till you make it kind of fake it till you make it, but also I was just saying like fame. What, what do you call them? Just uh, the. The, how they're chasing them for for autographs and the mm-hmm, people that right. want to want to surround themselves with fame and I don't know I, there's a term for it but I can't uh, star star chasers star fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I honestly I'm with you I didn't honestly I didn't laugh until the kidnapping scene yeah when they're like a putting on the sunglasses and trying to like drive right behind him and then like they get out of the car and he drops the gun and then tries to like pick it up and then get you know jerry lewis back in the car and then they wrap him up in the tape and like so bad like yeah <laughs> like it's... terrible like they're the worst kidnappers ever and and i feel like he could have gotten away and then he, like, he didn't right. have to get in the car and all that kind of stuff. But, but, but whatever but i i agree i think i think sandra Ber- bernhardt for me really kind of stole the show with the crazy like oh yeah, yeah. she was just fucking nuts <laughs> they said, I, I read she was allowed to improvise most of her lines I too mean, the, the, she had no formal wild. actor training Oh really? It was no. just her first, like her first big movie. I, didn't, I was going to look it up. But. I don't. I don't think. Uh, I didn't. That's honestly, I don't have the answer, so yeah, I okay. don't want to tell you yay or nay. But, but I think so. I think it might be one of one of the early, earliest cases that we've seen her. But it just per- perfectly cast for like this crazy person that just imagines a relationship, you know, a fake relationship with him and calls him. It doesn't. Neither one of them get it at all like they don't take any hints and they say like he's like i i get it i get it you know do you want me to leave you don't want me to leave do you it's like yes i just want you to go away yeah um, there was there's it's cringe and uncomfortable so many cringeworthy moments right like 
when he shows up at his at the house and you're just like oh yeah that was good. that was the worst oh like with his with the non girlfriend right yeah the, the bartender the way, his real life his wife in real life at the time really really yeah that's wild I didn't know that yeah uh, did Diane did you see some um, Diane Abbott. Some uh, some chemistry on screen that maybe <laughs> went into real life. I don't know. I, I wouldn't. No, I didn't pick. I that just up. saw the tidbit. And I was like, I, yeah, that's why that's it why jumped out at me. It was like, oh, that's odd. That it's like, <laughs> but yeah, totally. That scene, you're like, what the hell? <laughs> but but Rup, um, Rupert Pumpkin um, Pumpkin to me is is like a it's there's a, some Travis Bickle in there, but just like a much more doofusy. Um, and, and Robert De Niro, yeah, like it, it's, it's funny how big, big of a movie star he is, but like seeing him play this role is almost like, it's just weird, right? Kind of like this late in, in knowing, in knowing in, who in, he who, is, knowing who he is and knowing all the other stuff and like seeing him as a tough guy in Goodfellas and the curmudgeon dad and meet the parents. And then to see him like, see him like this, is just kind of weird. So it's, I, it doesn't fit. I told Jen, I was like, it doesn't feel like I'm watching De Niro. It feels like I'm watching like. Edward Norton do a De Niro yeah, impression. That's a good. And I was like, this isn't Robert De Niro acting. Like this is somebody else pretending to be De Niro and trying to get I, through this. And I thought De Niro was good, but he was. I don't want to. I don't want to say he's not not good. He was definitely. I, good. I, just I actually weird. thought he was really good. I, yeah. I was like, again, I. But there are a lot of De Niro things in there too, right? Like how he just kind of pauses and he's like, you know, you know, just the way his to speech watch, pattern is there. To watch for the first time, to watch Taxi Driver and The Camp Comedy in back to back weeks this far out from those like to me it's kind of crazy that no one talks about the king of comedy and everyone talks about taxi driver because i don't think it's even close in my opinion he's way better in the king of comedy that movie's better and everyone talks about taxi driver um, for both people about him and the movie which i think are inferior to both of these i don't know that yeah that's my late in life perspective but <laughs> i i it, it i kept thinking it over and over again i was like how is this not because I, I thought he was really good. I mean, especially when we're talking in comparison, and we'll get there with Joaquin and, and Joker. I mean, if we're putting one up against each other, like, sorry, De Niro, yeah. De Niro loses. But yeah. I think for the time, there's a big, you know, for 1982, sure. I don't know. Like, again, I don't know when, if there were other big, big kind of like satires before this. But this this feels a little bit ahead of its time for me, even though it like might not look that, that great. No, no, no. And that, it I, does feel ahead of its that time. That makes sense, and maybe that contributes to a, the lack of success or anything that's you know correlated with this movie and people's perspective or perception of what ha- what they thought at the time. And maybe, yeah, maybe it was a decade early and no one got it. I don't know. Watching it now, I I I don't think it was like phenomenal or anything. But no. I was just like, oh, I liked it, and I didn't say that last week <laughs> yeah and i think like the like the dream se- sequences or whatever like where he's day- daydreaming about all the stuff i think that might might have been a little confusing to audiences back then whereas because it does just kind of abruptly jump to it but i but i was able to but, tell uh, yeah you were that absolutely able to and tell, we're going to yeah. come back to that topic at yeah, some point for sure for <laughs> sure um but i but i liked all, all of them like i thought they were very very good just the way he like immediately starts imagining himself out to dinner with Jerry and Jerry begging him to do the show. And he's like, no, what do you just don't ask me for six weeks? Like, (laughs) you know, again, not laugh out loud, funny, but it just, it struck me as, uh, as, as pretty, pretty well written and good. Yeah, exactly. And like a good, a good thought out story. Yeah. I was going to ask because we've talked about dreams last week. Was, is his mom still alive or is that a dream? 
Oh, his mom yelling at him? Yeah. I, t- I took everything. I took it as her being alive. I took it, everything in this movie other than the, the, clear, the, like, the clear daydreaming fantasy but sequences those, as, uh, as actually happened. But to be fair, that was happening during him envisioning himself yeah. on like the show. So I, that's a fair question. I didn't think about it at the time, but I did. I considered her to be alive. But I actually, in you asking it, I don't think that's. A, a bad question. It's not. At all. It's not at all. I just. I, I took everything in this movie, and there. Yeah, like like you said, we're going to talk about dreams a lot. I think in Joker, <laughs> and we talked about it in Taxi ta- Taxi Driver, how the end to me is his dream or his um uh just how he imagined everything everything um, going for going him. for him. But I took everything in this one as as at face value, and he, even the ending, like I took it as that's again the the satire aspect of it that became this big star and did have this book deal book written and um and that yeah he actually became famous for you know in in the in the worst way possible right by by kidnapping somebody and and holding the hostage to go on the show and yeah the jokes were just terrible (laughs) yeah (laughs) they were pretty bad (laughs) do you think that that i mean obviously going when kidnapping somebody isn't going to make you famous you know it'll make you infamous but like i felt like that ending was kind of like where we're at today where like you do something stupid and then all of a sudden you know you're everywhere right case in point the uh olivia jade do you know who she is Lori laughlin's daughter oh so she was part of the operation varsity blues yeah where they you know got in the usc yeah you know that blew over and now she was on like Dancing with the Stars, or you know, you, I didn't know that. I think, so dumb. or something like that, or like now she has like all these followers, and people are like, she know had it. followers to begin with, but yeah, yeah, but it's just like it's amplified it, right? Yeah. It's just like elevated it because of the notoriety that she gained, and and it's like that's exactly what happened to Rupert, right? He got all this notoriety, wrote the book, yeah, and now they're optioning the movie, and he kind of made it to the level that he wanted to be at. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it's the it's an early. That's why I said it's ahead of its time because it's it's an early example of famous for being famous, you know, or or you know Kim Kardashian. Like, what 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 did she really ever do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, she enjoyed herself. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and and now they're. I mean, the Kardashian empire is 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 huge, and they and you know they and, have products and, and whatever we can else. Go, but. We could go on about it, but I mean, I've always felt like that's the people. I have more of an issue with the people who eat that stuff up than I do the people, the people who yeah. are supplying are, it. Like, yeah, like I I turn because I don't give a shit at all. Right. I'm turning the channel every single time. Want nothing to do with it. Like there is a market. There's an I mean, industry. Obviously, there oh, is. Sorry, right. there's an industry yeah. for, for it, and it's everywhere, and it drives me crazy. I don't. I mean, I don't watch reality TV because it all fuck. It's all nauseating to me, and I don't even know. I. My wife does, and I'm always like, all right, I guess that's my time to leave the room, <laughs> you know? Outside of sports, which is uh, about the only reality TV I watch, but getting into the newer version, which, hooray, uh, <laughs> let's jump forward to, uh, you know, something recent. Um, I'll, let me just say, not surprising, Joaquin won. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's phenomenal, which phenomenal. wasn't surprising. We've talked about Joaquin yeah, before. Yeah, you love he's, him. He's look. I, he should have won for Gladiator when he, when he That's first. That's what you like, said when we talked about it. Yeah, you know, probably shouldn't have won for Signs, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but he he was nothing short of. I didn't even look to see who he was up against, but like, there's no way anyone should have should have won over him, the, which is the case a lot of times. This is not that. that 
he dominated this movie. Yeah. This I mean, he is the entire movie. It's not even hard. But it's also I think it's also very well made. Oh, I don't, very I'm well sorry. written. I don't mean to discredit no, that no, by yeah, any totally. means, but I just think I'm just saying there's sometimes where it's like the whole movie is the performance and I think the performance very clearly stands out here, but there's also a very good script. I think that the but I'm saying support. the wrong actor this is not yeah, not as it, good. and and Joaquin is like you can't take your eyes off of him. And, I mean, he's He's all over the place. I mean, in in all the right ways because of exactly what is going on throughout. Yeah. And he is just God. He's something else. I mean, he's one of the best we there is. Yeah, and one of the best alive and working right now. It's uh, it was awesome to finally to finally watch it. I mean, I always did want to watch this. I mm-hmm. I think I numerous times I like pulled it up and I was like, God, do I really? I've heard this is kind of dark. Do I, is this what I want to do tonight? I'm like, eh, I'll go somewhere else. Um, I'll go watch a killing movie for two. Yeah, hours. Did, did, it, did, it, did it affect you? Like, I I went to the theater for this, and I remember you know, and again at the time in in 2019, it was there was a, a little bit more like fear of, of of this type of movie um, yeah. being out like and everyone everyone was talking about it and i, I remember, remember feeling that feeling that way like seeing all those jokers i'm just like what you know and this was pre-election yeah <laughs> pre-election uh, uh, in 2020 so yeah I, I think the world was a little bit more on edge so watching it now i i wasn't as just wasn't as scared about it, about anxious. everything but i'm yeah exactly anxious about it but but yeah like right from the right from the jump Joaquin just just puts you off when he with with that laughing right away like you're like they zoom in on his they're close in on his face yeah he's laughing uncontrollably and you see him sitting across from that therapist and you're just like or social worker and you, and you don't understand why but I, I just love that the concept of of him explaining his his condition with the card yeah with the with the well with the card yeah but yes but just having having the fact that it's just a good character trait that like he's the Joker and, he, sure. and that is a very real. Yeah, um, brain brain injury thing that happens, and then and then they explain it later on in the movie that he gets it from one of the mom's boyfriends who who gave him a head injury. So right. it's just like I just think it's a very good character study, character development. Like I feel like again, I'm not a psychologist, but I feel like a, a psychologist would look at this and be like, yeah, this is this starts can start a lot of like interesting conversations. Well, and that's kind of where Jen came from. It, yeah, you know, for sure, because she's a mental health professional, and so yeah. she was you know mentioning like the affect that he has, like not being able to take the social cues and, and responding in in what we deem appropriate, right? right? Like laughing when you should be laughing when you should be crying or not having the ability to control and regulate those. Um, you know, often happens with people when they have strokes and you know yeah. the wiring gets confused and things like that. But one of the things that I was thinking about as I was watching this and now thinking about it even more is just how we've changed in twenty years, how we would deal with somebody who has these mental issues and how they're reacting to the world and how they're perceiving things. Which it was set in what eighty one, I think. That's what nineteen eighty one set in yeah. a year. That's what I yeah. was going to ask you guys. I never it felt noticed. Very, that. It felt yeah. it felt very late seventies, <laughs> early eighties. Yeah, it, it was set in eighty one, and King of Comedy was nineteen eighty two. Yeah, was when it was released. So I mean, we're actually talking about in the time frame. You can even, I mean, you kind of catch it from the police cars and yeah, things like the that. Clothes I mean, and... It closed for sure. So, but yeah, I, I. I in reading about it, it was uh, it was technically set in ninety one. I just didn't know. I didn't know if they were like tr- going for like a and like any very ambiguous on any year because also like the they go to they're going to the movie theater to it's, see Modern Times with Charlie Chaplin. Though, and that's why the movie. the at the end the the movies that are playing Zorro the gay uh, Zorro, Zorro the, the gay, gay and yeah. uh, the other one it was eighty. I mean, it was those were eighty one movies. Yeah, it okay. was definitively got it eighty one. No, I mean, I think 
you're onto something. I think there to a degree when you're watching, it's like I don't know when this is. It could be. It's in a time frame. It isn't. Yeah. It isn't 2019. Yeah, that's for sure. Right. But those movies, it wasn't accidental. Got so it. it was. It was by intent, and it was intended to be in the same realm time realm of King of Comedy, of King of Comedy nice. that uh, uh, De Niro said something along those lines um, in like an interview after the fact too. It's like it isn't Rupert Pumpkin, you know. Well, obviously by name, but also it's not like he is now hosting a show. A show, right? But you can kind of blend some lot, blur some lines, and uh, and get and get to the point where you know you can go one after the other. So I, it, I'm thrilled that we watched them together. For that, yeah, totally. For that and episode. it was it was it was nice seeing Robert De Niro right play the Jerry Langford character. Like yeah. it's just a, it's just great to see those kinds of nods. Um, in, in movies so when you start seeing the relationships and the the way he envisions his life going and you're just like what is this happening like because i so when, go ahead when i when we were watching it and he kills the guys on the subway yeah and then he runs to zazzy's apartment yeah. and i i told the, i told jen as i was watching I'm like i don't think any of that happened yeah, like, I, I had that same thought really early on. So this is what I, I was alluding did. to earlier. Um, and I had a much harder time knowing in this movie which scenes were in his imagination. As opposed to the first King of Comedy, I felt like it was very obvious. Like mm-hmm. you said, it was kind of over the top. He's sitting with Jerry, sitting with Jerry at dinner, and he's like, yeah, they're hobnobbing. And you're like, um, this feels like it's obvious. They eventually kind of showed you some flashbacks and cut her out of a lot. yeah. yeah. But in the moment, I felt like it was hard to know what was real and what wasn't. But I remember I had I had the same thought. I'm just like, this is going to all be an imagined like, right. a, a girlfriend. Like, and they did they they did that reveal fairly early on. Like, it wasn't like one of those big end of the movie reveals, which I appreciate because like that that's happened. You know, you you got the whole Fight Club. Yeah, that's what, that's what exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Is like it. You know, 20 years ago we did Fight Club and we didn't treat it the same way that yeah. we treated joker now right yeah. you didn't look at tyler and be like that guy's got an issue he's got problems you were trying to the big thing was who was real was it are we, tyler are was we it sure it? he had an issue tyler split person out <laughs> 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 but i i have a i have a whole theory on the I, Can we talk about Zassy Beats first yes, before Martin's, yes. Martin's story? Let's, let's do that. I love her. <laughs> yeah, big fan. <laughs> I think she did great. I mean, she didn't have to do. A I ton, was thrilled but, she was. In. I, yeah. I like. I kind of looked it up as uh, when I when I started the movie. I I opened it up. Although I've said I wouldn't do that anymore, but I can't help myself. Um, and I was like, Oh yes, Zassy, good. That's awesome. Uh, I was thrilled to see. And I get to your point. Not not a ton there, right. but. Still, you know, it could have been anybody, and I'm glad it was her. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I've loved, we've loved her since Atlanta, right? <laughs> yeah, which was coming back. So, uh, it is. New season's coming no back, uh, I think, relatively soon. Uh, I just so. hope it gets even weirder. <laughs> well, and you uh, speaking of Atlanta, yeah, uh, Brian, Brian, yes, he was uh, in it too. Tyler Tyree, Henry? Tyree, Henry. Tyree Henry, Tyree Henry, yeah, yeah. We had two Atlanta alum. He's a, he's in the Eternals now, right? He has very yes. little to do in this movie, yeah. so that was whatever. But he's just good, a clerk, good man. friend, just a good, <laughs> just a clerk. You could talk to, could talk to somebody, um, and apparently weak because honestly, Joaquin overpowered him. From, yeah. yeah, I mean he wasn't he wasn't bulked up for the Eternals for, yet. From a point of uh, no leverage either, I was very disappointed in. Our, and our I mean, I'm mean, speaking of his his Oscar win, right? Um, the academy seems to love when they have big body transformations, right? And he lost fifty I mean, pounds. 52? Was that was that what it was? Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't look it up, but I mean, 
I mean, they definitely use that. They're like, yeah, take your shirt off and suck it in as oh, much as you can the, to look the, as the amazing. Crouch over the like the over the from over the, back the back point of view yeah. where it's like he's yes. like crouched. Oh, it's he was like bruised. It's yeah, he's very tiny. It didn't did not look healthy at all. <laughs> no, you're you're not wrong. And and I will say like Christian Bale, like yeah, whether that came into play or not, um, I think the performance stood al- right. stood alone without it. That. Yeah, I mean, he was there was nothing to him, and it was. It was also funny to see him contrast against the the lawyer from Billions because he's yeah. a big guy. Yeah, and then you see him like all hunched over, and then he you know takes him out. That whole scene like, that scene gave was, me so creepy. It was <laughs> it was very very good because it was a ton of tension. And and again, I'd seen it before, but I forgot what he did with the the little person. Yeah, so I was still on edge when he was like jumping at him, and then when he pats his head and just goes. You were the only one that was nice to me. Like it was just such a relief. Oh, like, it was such a good scene. The yeah. whole thing. That, was, you're, you're not wrong. Like yeah. there is a. Uh, even when he said he was good. Yeah, you don't. You don't know. There was a whole lot of me being ready for him to just take him out. Yeah, too. yeah for, especially for when he went to the door and he couldn't unlock the door, and he's like, "Hey." Did you get the door? He's like, oh, yeah. And, and he did a good job, too. Like, the dejection and realization that, like, he actually couldn't get out. It was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I really need help here. It was very, um, it was very good. Did you guys? Um, uh, side note, I yeah. also, real quick. Uh, I actually, for a minute, I thought that was dream, a dream. I thought that was like a, more of like a wishful, um, like, because he kind of, that was like, over the top, yeah. From from there was a huge escalation from anything that had really gone on. I mean, got obviously he had killed the other guys, but that was like a violent and in his own house. And so I, I had a hesitation of like, um, is this like wishful? Nope, no, no. He 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 did. So we ready for my yeah yeah, yeah. my big Sorry. theory? It, it it goes perfectly with what you just said. So my thing with this movie is that the entire thing is the joke that he says at the end when he's laughing and she's like what's so funny and he's like you wouldn't you wouldn't get it i think i think this is just his imagine this is like the real joker that has the same whatever timeline from the dc comics and whatever he is he's just happens to be in arkham state hospital and he's imagined this entire movie this entire story as something that potentially happened in the way that batman you know like it's just a story that he's telling and he's laughing he's chuckling to himself when he gets to the end when he thinks about one of his one of his joker um cronies or whatever that that ends up killing thomas wayne and and kind of creating batman and the whole thing is just a joke okay that's that's my my th- i don't i haven't seen that anywhere most people are saying like trying to figure out which parts are real which parts are dream and they're taking like a, a, a certain part of the movie that is that is that is really you know, has really happened. But I, I, I kind of, I kind of take it as the flip of Taxi Driver, where all of Taxi Driver up until the end is real, and then the last couple of minutes are a dream. I take everything being in in Arthur or in Joker's head until the last minute when he's in the pure white of the of the asylum, and then and then really at the very end, and then he kills her. Yeah, I think that that's what I think too. Like I think he's walking around with the. Um, Bloody feet with the bloody feet, like he's just uh, with no supervision. No, well, that's the thing. I think he he kills her because he's Joker, and maybe that this is when he escapes. Maybe one of the several times, right in DC Comics, that Joker escapes and 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 wreaks some wreaks some havoc and, and comes back. But but then I also thought it was funny um, again watching King of Comedy. Like you see him running through the hallway. It was just like um, Robert yeah. De Niro running back and forth, being chased by the security guards. For sure. In um 
uh, right, in, yeah, which, in the King of Comedy. So yeah, the hall's not that big. Shouldn't, <laughs> shouldn't, be, shouldn't be too much room for uh, yeah. escaping uh, right. someone in pursuit. But that's interesting. I I mean, I I didn't even try to sit down and and analyze, you know, what may or may not have been. Also, I just thought of this when he's in the whatever in the movie. The hallways are of of Arkham uh, State Prison are yellow, or State Hospital. They're yellow, right? Like when he's with Tyree, oh yes, Henry, and he's yeah. pulling the thing. I'll, I'll, and I just remember because they looked really creepy and dirty and very seventies and eighties colors palette to me. Yeah, yellow. Um, Eighty-one. But then when he's <laughs> he's running down the hall, then everything's white. Sure. So like that's the that's the real version. Everything else was just in his imagined just timeline of nineteen eighty-one. Couldn't like, have been a different floor. It could have been, could have been, <laughs> but it's just a stylistic choice that I think if I talked to Todd Phillips, he might agree with me. Anyway, but do you guys have any other like thoughts on is he is he did he make is he is he alive is he dead is he out of the cop car what happened what didn't because it doesn't play. I'm looking at Jelani now. Jelani is the our comic book guy, and and you're a big Batman guy, so you yeah. know a lot of the like the story. Like this, if you take this movie at all, like. You can't take it as canon at all because it's it would totally messes up the entire timeline of when Joker's origin like, story happened comes and, on the scene and everything. Yeah, like it that, has to yeah. be that there's just there's no one Joker, right? Is that what they're, this is going for? Well, if if for nothing else, the end of the movie, everyone's Joker mask. Everyone is I mean, right. I mean, maybe I'm misinterpreting it, but that's no, yeah. But that's that's why I'm asking. Like, and that, that's, I, that's what I took it as. I'm going to railroad Jelani's uh, answering your question here, but I'm also just going to give him time to think and, and, <laughs> yeah. and get it all right. The But that's that's kind of what I – that was my first thought was there, everyone's can be Joker or everyone, you know, there isn't – and maybe this is just being loose, playing fast and loose with, like, comic book movies and allowing the – you know, deep – Marvel's doing the multiverse, whatever, the, to to open up the door to let everyone be Spider-Man or whatever the case the may be. <laughs> and so I think things like this, because everyone wants an explanation for it, like, well, how how can he be Joker if there's a joke, you know, like, all right, well, this I felt like at the end kind of the chaos and anarchy of it all allowed everyone to be Joker. Like, okay. was the, uh, you know, a Joker killed Thomas Wayne. Right is yeah. is Arthur Fleck the only Joker though? No, so, the other the names there, have changed, right? Yeah, the names, names are completely different, right? Oh. Like Arthur Fleck, I don't even think he comes up in that any name of the, didn't even exist. Oh, before. got it. Yeah, I didn't know that. And and well, Joker, the other name Joker didn't kill Thomas Wayne. Like it was just a mugger, or did he? But he didn't in the nineteen ninety Batman. Right? Yeah, no, yeah, Jack. Nicholson. No, I think that. You ever dance with the devil in the, the pale, pale moonlight? moonlight? Right, yeah. yeah he killed but his parents. I think. I mean, I get it. That was Tim Burton's version, and right. different. And and that's the whole thing. I think it's more along like what Brady's saying is like you just have the ability to, if anybody snaps, they can now take on this persona of Joker. There's not numerous Penguin, but Joker is has been set up to be. We all can be Joker, right? You can accept the mantle and take over, and then. If you're if you're crazy enough, right. <laughs> okay, all right. I like my theory better because it, then it just keeps. They can are they mutually exclusive? No, <laughs> you just don't think. That, I'm I'm not saying. I guess I shouldn't say better. I just I I like I like my theory as it is. But 
Yeah. I liked your theory too, but I didn't think I should shit on everyone else's. <laughs> because also, like, I felt like I feel like you know from what I've been told and what I've read and what I've known, like Batman and Joker are like parallels, right? Like they're they're almost opposites of each other, not parallels, but opposites of each other, right? Like you have to have Batman to control Joker. Yeah. And if you don't have Joker, then there's no reason for Batman. And so, like having Arthur be so much older than Bruce Wayne. In his, you know, if it is a dream, right, that's possibly why, like, he's trying to, you know, reconcile some of that. But yep. I think ultimately, like Brady said, it's going to be closer to, hey, the Joker mantle existed. Somebody else became Joker. And that's the Joker that you see going up against Batman. That's the, Got it. That's the explanation to allow for it to be fluid. Yeah, and- uh, I, I, I guess I do like that. I'm I'm down with it. Oh, cool! So my theory is <laughs> when Jelani when Jelani explained yeah, it. Well, I've never been one to make it clear. <laughs> I just um, like that you're not immediately going to shit on everything else. And like, mine was good. Yours sucks. Because I think because I think there is the whole like the, the pretty much the accepted uh, origin of of Batman was the whole chemical thing, and that came from like the Killing Joke. Have you ever read that co- yeah. comic book? Yeah, it's I like think the, I saw one of the only that ones. show on AMC with Joel Kinnaman. The Killing. <laughs> Was the, that part this, of the DCU? I can't keep. Up. No, this is the Killing Joke. Oh, I'm right, sorry. Right, I'm sorry right, if you didn't, didn't hear me say that, but I thought you were just making making another joke. Um, Nailed it. But yeah, the Killing Joke. Um, that that's where it came from. And then yes, the, Tim Burton definitely adopted that for um, for his version of of Batman. And and again, if you take if you take the whole thing as just in in his head, in Joker's head while he's in the asylum, then it's then that could be yes, he still could have some type of origin story like that later later on or. Or beforehand, and this is just some imagined tale that he did. But I like um, it. I like your. I lo- I do actually like your your theory. I I don't think there's. I think there's something maybe to it, and you know, even what like what you pointed out, like the different color, yeah, halls or whatever the case may be. I think it's very. I I, I well, I saw something where Joaquin was like, "I'll do this, but I will never." Be in a Batman movie. A sequel. Oh, okay. I, I I will not be like. <laughs> right. He yeah. liked the arty aspect yeah. of doing something completely different. Which and this is to- totally unique, right? It's just yeah. It's a really it's a really good movie. Like it really is. And I don't know how many times we're going to want to rewatch it, but it really is a well done. It's piece of. I have a hard time believing that I'm going to dive back into yeah. it. Um, it may be in 20 years or something yeah. like that. Um whenever it cycles back on HBO max or whatever. Um, <laughs> but it, it's uniqueness is its strength. And also I saw like, they had a hard time getting anyone to sign off on them making it. And actually like the plug got pulled like days before they were starting to film uh, because the studio was like, no, this, we can't do this. Yeah, I, I could see that. I there was a lot of worry. Some... There was a lot of, and uh, Phillips Phillips talked them back into it and then i think they split three ways the studio split production about three ways with two other studios came in so the, they almost i mean and it, it is the highest rated horror movie of all time is that right it was at the time hmm. it beat uh deadpool 2 hmm. and so idiots for <laughs> yeah for splitting that three ways like you literally cost yourselves i mean they had it in the bag and the the uh budget was not high i mean it was like 55 i think Let's see i uh did i take that i i read that i, I didn't put it Probably down i think it was for... 55 million was the budget um because they did no cgi 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I was going to say it is probably for making it look like 1981. Um, right. And, but it grossed $785 million. Um, oh. And then it crossed the billion mark. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but they ended up splitting the, produ- the, the production three ways with two other studios. I think Warner did uh, because they just didn't feel confident enough in it. And whoever was in charge, who, or I think it got greenlit. Whoever came in charge was like, no, 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 we can't do this, and tried to end it, and Phillips talked them back into it, and then they split that up, and then they got made, and then just, I mean, I I didn't, I don't even know if I put it down, but I think Todd Phillips, Phillips' cut was just insanity. I mean, it was crazy. It says, yeah, it's his movie. Points on the back end. <laughs> Points on the back end, indeed. Um, yeah, it could, just because, again, it's not. Chris Comas. <laughs> <laughs> It's not your typical superhero movie, and it's not your typical like you, uh, one. You're focusing on the villain, mm-hmm. and then two, right? You're not showing like it's all sympathetic the, on the villain, right? And it's not all the glitch. Yeah, I think there's a degree like it, but you're not wrong though. To a degree, like at some point during that movie, you are rooting for Arthur. Like I don't know, I don't know if "rooting" is the right word, but you're. But again, you'd uh, like to see him get out of the situation when Arthur's say. getting beat up by the three guys. Yeah, on yeah. the train. That's like, what I'm saying. You're simple. You're sympathetic to it. Like, you but see you that, are rooting for him. Yeah. Well, yeah. yes. Fine. We're saying the same thing. But yes, he he got his the. I'm just saying what it is. The social worker, the social funding got cut. Right. So like that, I think that the way a social worker explained it to him is it's great. I think a lot of people probably. Feel that pain, right? He's like, they don't give a shit about people like you, and frankly, they don't give a shit about Step people like right me over either. Me on the sidewalk, yeah, ex- exactly. So, so yeah, you you do definitely feel feel bad for him. I mean, has, the choices that he makes are clearly the wrong I didn't ones. Say he's a, you know, he's a, he's crushing yeah. it. You know, <laughs> I like him on all facets. He's got some skeletons, but I think I think that's why people will criticize, or why they were probably scared of making the movie, right? Sure, because you have. You have people blaming re- real life situations on art in the past, right? Like you had the whole Columbine being blamed on Marilyn Manson thing, you know, sure. twenty years earlier. So I, I could see studios definitely being like, you know, we don't want we don't want people to look at this and again treat them like a hero, like we talked about with Travis Bickle, like treat dressing up as Joker and wanting to, you know, do some crime. crazy, yeah, do some crazy. Side shit, note, have you ever seen? Not that we are probably the right people to talk about, but have you ever uh, watched? Our opinions are valid. <laughs> Hear me out. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever watched a movie and been like, fucking Warner Brothers? (laughs) Like, have you ever blamed the studio for making a movie? No. I know what you're saying. Yeah. They're they're always like boycott, like certain. Oh, people are going to watch this and like in a whole, like, what are we going to do to Warner Brothers? Like, do whatever the hell you want. Literally, we're talking about billions of dollars versus like a couple of people that go and see a movie like, I can't believe that Warner Brothers put that out. Like, I'm going to never watch anything from Warner Brothers. <laughs> Come on. Is that a real thing? I, I mean, I don't know. people do that. People say, like, oh, well, this organization won't do this, so I'm never going to, you know, support that organization again. It's like, yeah, again, like the social worker said, they don't give a shit about you. Yeah. Like, your $25 or whatever ever. that was going to them is not going to affect them one way or and, the other. And I, there's enough people who probably do think that, like, that, some you know, I'm sure there's people who thought they were going to shut down the NFL when they mm-hmm. were like, "Well, I'm done with the NFL now because Colin Kaepernick took a knee," you know, or whatever the case may be. But it's like, yeah, no, you're you don't matter, right? Like, 
you need like millions and millions of you just like you to matter. And even then, still, still a question mark. Well, to that point, like you could go out and you could say, "Hey, I'm giving away a hundred dollars," and I guarantee you, you ask a hundred people, and where they're like, gonna, "Where at?" Right. You'd ask a hundred people, and there would be one person like, "Nah, I don't trust it. I won't take it." It's like. You you couldn't get a million people to all agree that like this movie shouldn't be watched or something like that. Like we're too fragmented it's, it's of a society weird. It's just to weird even to think that, that you could have that much power. That like studio heads that 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 is actually the way. I get it. Like they're supposed to probably think like that, but again, they they probably whoever made that decision, they're like we can't we'll put this out, but like we got to share production costs with another two smaller studios. Like honestly, they should be fired. Like you literally cost them. You cost that company hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars because of trying to placate a couple the what the safest side of the argument. And yeah, I mean, and, I'm I'm always on the side of of let the artists make their art. So you know, I, I get that you know studios, I get them wanting to like test it well. But yes, if you're just scared of of the and again, it's I don't look at this as promoting violence like i look at all these movies that we've been watching and i look at one as a satire one as a, a com- you know taxi driver more as a commentary this one more as a commentary too and it's like a yeah we need to help people like this so as not to create more the- more people that are going to riot and, and rise up and, and and be angry like there's there's lots more we can do for people with mental mental health issues and and, and stuff like that so so yeah i don't i don't think you know just just saying, like, hey, don't don't let the artists make their art because people can't handle it and they're going to take it the wrong way. That's not a good enough reason to not, you know, not create something. And the argument, right, is that it just takes one, right? Right. It just takes one single person to go to a theater, yeah, wearing a Joker mask, right? And Which was what happened in that exactly. Aurora, and yeah. so I, get, I, I don't want to gloss too far over that part where it's like, I, I, I get it, sure. Like, but to that end. Did people stop watching those movies because someone did that? Like, no, I don't know. Maybe it's just a, a, a conscious. I, I personally, I, what I'm saying is, I don't. I don't personally blame violent movies, but violent video games, violent music for violence. Like, it's there's usually other things involved, and yeah, people make their own own decisions. And yeah, we need to, I think, do a lot more in this country to help people that need help. No, I don't. I can't say anything that good and eloquent. <laughs> but you're right. <laughs> oh, thank you. Overall, I, honestly, I I liked it. I we touched on it. I don't. This just isn't a really big rewatch movie. Yeah. I, I maybe for some people, uh, if you're a little, maybe a little darker, <laughs> but it. But that doesn't take away from the fact, like it, as you said, really well made. Beside the fact that Joaquin is just a absolute phenomenon yeah. in this thing, and he look, he deserves an award at some point or another. So if this whatever it took, you know, he got it good. He probably deserves more than he's got so far. I, that would be my opinion. So what? At least he I mean, did. he he almost won it right from the beginning, but definitely when he was on those stairs. Doing, the stairs doing the dance and they said that became like a that that's like a tourist attraction yeah people now. people go it's like in the bronx and um, people will go there and take take pictures and, and, and do a dance but like that's just this a it's a great song choice he looks great it's just a great way that it's shot i just i love i love yeah. that scene yeah. um, and that's one of many in this movie that well just, and you know really the one well that stood out to me and it is right out of the gate um is him in the mirror and you know the tear 
yeah. the makeup tier. And that actually was not scripted. He did just start he he got a tier and they kept it. And it's just so good. And it's really, really Joaquin. powerful right out of the gate. And it's just like it, it's it's kind of just perfect for for the scene for the movie. It uh when I read that, they're like, Yeah, it was he just he teared up and Phillips just like kept rolling and they loved it. And I I can't blame him. I mean it's it's picturesque, to say the least. Who's your favorite Joker on screen of all time? It's a lot harder conversation now, that's for sure. Before this was Heath Ledger. Before watching this. Yeah. Yeah, I would uh, yeah. I would agree too. I don't know if you were going to say like Jack. Jack, look, I think Jack's probably glossed over because of the recency biases, and he shouldn't sure. be. But I honestly, I don't think, to my opinion, Heath was I, I saw I saw way it. better than yeah. Jack was. It, it that was more almost comical and maybe satirical. I, I'm not sure, but yep. I think the perception clearly that wasn't a dark movie. It wasn't as dark of a perspective, yeah, than right. like the Dark Knight trilogy, but. Yeah, Heath was really, really good, but but Joaquin is—I mean, it's something else. Mark Hamill, voiceover for the cartoon Joker. <laughs> I knew I was going to count on Jelani for a deep pull. <laughs> you got it. He was in Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Not as good as X Men the Animated Series, but but yeah, again, it's it's when you start looking at these movies and you start evaluating them from. You know, not just hey, I'm going to see this movie because it's the biggest movie out. But then you start to look at it, and you, like you said, Martin, you know, we're at an age where we start looking back and seeing, okay, is this really what it was trying to mean? And you know, doing more to focus on, hey, these people that have mental issues and mental health issues need to be helped, not just brushed aside and cast off and disregarded because some of them could go down the road that Arthur did. And then you get what you deserve. <laughs> and then the same with King of Comedy, right? Like, yep. he needed something. I don't know if he needed a social worker or what, but he needed something to kind of like bring him back because he was trying to get to a point where he was, you know, as famous as Jerry, but he just couldn't, couldn't get there. And in his mind, he had already built that up, and so he was just running with that. And with uh, with Rupert Pupkin, it was just very much like, well, why don't you just go do some stand up somewhere, buddy? Just play. she was right. Look, plenty of clubs. He just wanted to skip the skip the line, and I think right. that's 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 the big one of the bigger points of that movie is like, yeah, he's he's not interested in putting in any of the work. He just wants to jump right to being famous for being famous, and, and that's, that's what he did. And I just think that that's what the commentary of the, of, of that movie is. But yeah, I, I mean, I I I really enjoy, I I like geeking out on this stuff and like watching these movies like taxi driver just doing doing like the homework like this like you always said like every week to week Mm -hmm. you know watching taxi driver then watching the king of comedy and into into joker and just kind of seeing all the influences there and then even even watching the card counter and seeing like another perspective on um, from paul yeah newer from from paul schrader and just like kind of comparing and contrasting and getting all geeky on it so thank you thank you guys for letting me do that i love that we (laughs) and whether that was intentional or not like rolling from taxi driver into whether you knew or not, like the correlation, like I said it was pretty clear to me. I got you. It was intentional. Damn, it would have been better for me if it wasn't. But <laughs> either way, I'm happy we did it. Nice. I hope uh, whoever's listening yeah. is happy we did too. Yeah, for sure. Listen, listen to last week's and this week's. They're kind of a joint set. As always, thank you for really hearing us and asking us the same questions every week. We do exist, and people are starting to notice. 
Please make sure you're part of that crowd and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thanks, and go to bed. Thank you.